to put on the the like 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 the fake not like the fake happy voice but like the host voice any voice just, after that like should big I, or, sigh at the beginning <laughs> or should i or should i Welcome to the horror it? throwdown podcast <laughs> yeah there it is there's the intro <laughs> the horror throwdown podcast fraser edition take a brandon fraser movie pair it with a horror movie released in the same year see if brandon fraser would survive now we took we didn't take the past couple weeks off of doing the show but we haven't done like brendan in a while shit was the last one we did airheads yeah yes and even that was one we had seen before and that whole history behind it i don't know but we're back we're back with our boy we're trying to get through this you know what's the like not like sophomore slump like what's the uh senioritis like, senioritis yeah 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 we're getting real like close to what, the end it's... yeah oh man we're gonna make a yearbook we are gonna make a yearbook. I think it's gonna be very cute. And then we'll play uh, uh Howie Days collide in the background. Okay. Bit. Okay. I was thinking vitamin C's graduation yeah, or yeah. semisonic closing time would be a good like that's a good one too. Video yearbook. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'm I'm pretty big into Ryan Cabrera right now. So yeah, I've been really into like nineties, like alt adult. You know, like, you know what's pretty good too? Like is Moby's uh, Southside was Ben Stefani's actually pretty good too. That album's actually pretty good. That's a good album. I remember listening to that when I was like nine. But you're not here to hear about Moby. All right. You're here to hear about what year? 1997. 1997. No, 98. Both. Because of that weird <laughs> thing. Because I almost said 97 too. No, I think it is 97. No, because when was Urban Legend? Urban Legend had its theatrical release in 98, but its uh, its okay, festival so, release was 97, which is the same year that Still Breathing came out. Okay, so we're doing 97 slash 98, the movies Still Breathing. Urban Legend premiered in... Okay, I don't know. I'll get into that. We make the rules, your people, so shut we up. We don't make the rules. I'm just going to say 97. <laughs> we do make eight. the rules, but then yeah. we just choose to ignore them as well. The this year 1997, eight. The films Still Breathing with Brendan Fraser. And 1978. And the film Urban Legend starring uh, one pedophile, Jared Leto. So, yeah. What? Coming out swinging tonight, aren't we? I, it's so one I, of those <laughs> nights. Y'all know what kind of day I had. All right. uh, I, was, I was wrong. It was the other way around. Uh, 97. It's theatrical release. It's wide release was... 98. Okay, I'm, still also, I'm also still upset because I, I had to see the Morbus, Morbius trailer again today. I want that movie to come out just so they can stop showing us that. Do you remember when Jimmy Neutron, the, the movie before the TV show, when that came yeah, out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They played the trailer for that for a solid year and a half. Yeah. Like, I remember that was the first time I was like. We got ourselves a bogey. Anticipate visual contact now. Holy uh, Hi, nice and cheek. Got a blast. Meet Jimmy Neutron. He's a boy genius. Whoops. In school. What are you trying? My latest invention. He's light years ahead of the pack. The shrink ray. Will it work on your big head? <laughs> but in being cool. Bubble travel is the way of the future. He's got a little catching up to do. Nice invention. 
such a nerd try. Better luck next time. And as a kid, I was dumb enough to be like, man, this movie is going to be amazing because they've been telling me about it for so long. Now I'm like, how did I ever give a shit to even try to watch that? I mean, the movie fucks. Yeah, such a run. The whole, it's not, yeah, it's not, yeah, yeah. I, I need the listeners at home to know it's definitely no chicken run. It's not even a crude. Yeah, it's not a crude. Mm. It's chicken little. Yeah, chicken little, I could not watch. Well, like when I tried watching it last year. Uh, like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I had to stop it like I 20 something minutes in, and I was like, yeah. this isn't the vibe tonight. Is it the duck? <laughs> I was, <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was going to say some bad things about the duck, and I realized it was a child. Like it like I, Cisco has made this podcast's opinion on children known. So, yeah, yeah, we're uh, plus you know we're talking about Jared Leto, so you might as well say it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. oh God, I have no yeah, idea what you're referencing. We're going, we're, we're going, we're Something going like full JL tonight. Wait, what, what do you do? Let me look this up. Don't. So, I don't. I'm not, not, not going to say anything to you guys. I just want to know for my my sake. Okay, so I'm just going to jump into Still Breathing yeah, and how this is a romantic comedy drama. Premiered at South by Southwest in 1997. Didn't have its wide release until 1998, May 1st to be exact. Uh, U.S. gross was $228,000 and it grossed worldwide $228,000. So yeah, it doesn't have a budget, doesn't have any information. This movie also just doesn't look how do I say this? Like real. It had a very like direct-to-video quality to it. Um, yeah, it kind of did. An hour and 49 minutes. Don't know how, because it felt like three hours. Uh, rated PG-13 for sensuality and a scene of violence. And it has a 62% fresh tomato meter and a 78% audience score. I firmly disagree with the 78% audience score. I think I gave it about two and a half stars. There are some redeeming qualities, you know, but also there wasn't. Uh, Brendan Fraser plays Fletcher McBracken and I girl, Cisco, you know who I'm about to introduce. Joanna going as Roz, baby. Tell me your thoughts on Roz, first of all. Con artist. Okay. Of the lowest caliber. See, I disagree. I like, okay. <laughs> this no, movie she, is about, yeah, a, a, a Texas a... street performer. Brennan has visions of his future wife, who is a Los Angeles con I saw the vision. You pictured her. Finally. I get this word. Formosa. You keep having these dreams. Probably nothing. Do you ever think you could meet someone and fall in love and marry them? Oh God, Roz, really? I know you're in there somewhere. I got her. What's her name? I don't know. She's the one. Excuse me, ma'am. May I borrow this from Your guy is gonna be here on business. Oh, what's his name? That's the one thing I don't know. I'm Russ. I'm Fletcher. This guy has money. Stacked. Doesn't walk like it. I get so lost. You found her. 
she like you? It's kind of hard to figure it. My work is about money and greed and ambition. Rosalind, I think you need to get out of L.A. for a little while. You are so weird. If an airplane that leaves in an hour and a half, we're going to be on it. I'm not going to Texas. This is where I grew up. I saw this face in the dream. I kind of made some plans about you, too. My setup guy called today? I don't know who this Fletcher guy is. He's a street performer. No one plays with my head like that. All my we belong to each other. But just because you think you saw me in some kind of vision. I can see the person who you really are. Not this person who you are pretending to be. I thought you were someone else. I thought you had money. How can you be that dead inside that you can't see it and you can't feel it? You actually think I'm going to fall in love with you? Yeah. Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Joanna Going. And Magnuson. Toby Huss, Angus McFadden, Lou Rawls, and Academy Award winner Celeste Hall. Sometimes your dream woman is truly the woman of your dreams. Still breathing. I mean, at the beginning, when we see her first little scam, like, I thought it was clever. I enjoyed watching that. I was down for a an art crime movie. That's one of my genres. I enjoy crime in the art world. I fully, yeah. I don't know. I really enjoy movies where, yeah, women take advantage of rich white men. Yeah. Was the first guy white, though? He Wasn't he uh, Argentinian? Okay, well, just men in general. Okay, sorry. I shouldn't have singled out the whites. <laughs> no one knows they've been through enough. You know? I love that. I love that phone call when he when he when he sees all the all the pill bottles and all the papers. He's like, "What? Someone broke into my house?" I'm sorry. I forgot. The, I need to make a phone call. It's on the desk. Hello, Eduardo. I received a message from you that there is something wrong. What is wrong? There has been a breaking at the house? This is outrageous. I must go back to Buenos Aires tomorrow. I must leave now, I guess, and talk to the police about my belongings. Jess. Jess, I will leave now. I have to go back right now? <laughs> I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a good grift because this woman and her friends like do this kind of sting where they, you know, sell art to like I like I don't know. I it's just because they had other scams and shit too. What I like about whole, that, there's like a little double thing. layer of that because like she actually, you know, she is an artist on top of that. She is making this art yeah. and like trying to sell it. So not only is she like scamming people into buying it in a way where like they like he gives it he buys it for her because he doesn't know she painted it yeah so she could just sell it again but also like she's now sold it for a certain amount of money which means her art is now a certain value like every time she does that she can bring up the price of her own art what did she sell it for like 14k right yeah that's a good deal (laughs) i love right after that the 
the other woman's like, oh, I thought we were selling this one for seven. She's like, I could feel 14. Yeah. <laughs> she was kind of having this whole, you know, is there true love for me kind of thing because they weren't subtle about her desire to find true love either. Like, I don't know. This movie, it feels anything. It was not subtle. I'll say this. And then as well as the description says, like, yeah, Brendan has like these random visions of her. So this was one of the ones I I went in knowing absolutely nothing about this. And as soon as he starts having visions of her, I was like, oh, we're in for a weird fucking movie (laughs) this week. And then pretty quick after that, they kind of introduce the visions and it happens two or three times. And then it's like they talk about it again, but it doesn't. Mm -hmm. It doesn't affect like no more visions happen no it just kind of like it happens once or twice and then the rest of the movie they're just like well he had those visions and we all accept that mm-hmm. and they yeah. just like kind of continue their lives i don't know and then he was like trying to talk about how his family had visions like his father his grandfather met their wives through these visions and stuff and he was even about to fly to like china to try to meet her but if his dumbass would have just googled because it was like late 90s like the, the internet that like it did exist i it's funny because like he thinks he's flying to taiwan because when i say china that's why well, they keep saying china the whole time too um but like he he sees a sign for a, a bar called Furiosa or something which I guess is like the Japanese name for Taiwan and does he think that bar is supposed to be there or did he I don't it to me it's like because they show you what he sees and I look at them like okay so there's some bar named that my first thought would be like where in San Antonio is that like he jumps right away to like huh I guess I'm going to China yep See, I I could see how people would like like this. Like it's generally like pretty cute. Like Brendan is very charming in this. He's handsome. This is him like right there, like about to yeah. do George and then squeeze this one in. I he the, was like George physique, the longish hair. Like he was he was there. Like, I did you see like... his legs on the floaty at the end of the movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro, his, his hair, legs, please. <laughs> Yeah. He's doing the same thing he does in George where he wears a lot of tank tops so you get the, the full arm mm-hmm. visuals. Oh, I feel like there could have been a way for this movie to have not included the the psychic visions. <laughs> yeah. Which would have just made it like a cute little love story because they're both kind of in the art world. So if they had just mm-hmm. been in the same city, it would have been completely reasonable for them to have run into each other some other way yeah like there could have been a hundred other reasons they like she could still be a con artist they could still be a whole mistaken identity thing mm-hmm. but like it, it's really weird that they kind of have this supernatural element that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't, doesn't go anywhere yeah. it like just it just generates them meeting each other yeah. it's kind of the only purpose for it and it's like everything outside of that is just kind of cute romantic stuff and then a couple very like borderline like 
pornographic scenes i feel like hey. the sex scenes in this go off yeah yeah yeah. for for a pg-13 film yeah these sex scenes fuck like 100 percent I like I was about hey, to text you guys about hey. this one saying how horny I thought this movie was, but it doesn't oh, no. actually feel horny. It's just no, very no, no. sensual. Yeah. There were sex scenes. Quote unquote. You know what I mean? I, I know like they were hooking up and Brendan was like, no, I'm not gonna do it. He kept denying oh, it. Yeah. I mean they were getting hot and steamy with the kissing, but it was very hey, well if I was like eight years old and watching it, that's all I would need. But now I was 31 and watching it, it's all I need. It's just like what we've seen with other movies of his is like I, I just wish the script was a little tighter and, and like just better mm-hmm. like the whole pitch you set up trunks about like them both being in the art world in the same city would have been like probably just like a much better movie i because there's could have been something really interesting there because her side of the art world is this very like you know money driven greedy downtown like, la yeah. art scene and his art scene is very like street performers musicians Mm -hmm. puppeteers like like she claims to be a starving musician at one point which so much better describes him Mm because she's just this kind of like you know fast and loose businesswoman who's trying to to sell her her commodity without you know her her business doesn't feel like art even though she is producing art did you call her loose trunks? No, I called her business tactics loose. <laughs> yeah. No, she was very reserved as a person, I would say. Uh, but yeah, like that, that initial scene where they're like hooking up with like the picture, like projector. The projector, yeah. That was, I was uh, like, I'm gonna oh, have man. some dreams about the the projector. That's that might be my new kink. <laughs> That's what we like doing on this show. You know what I mean? We like having, we like trying to find people their new kinks. Yeah. We like to ask our audience, what really gets you off? You know, this week's sponsor is Adam and Eve. Get 99% off your first order if you put in my name, my full name at checkout. They hit me up. <laughs> they know I need the money. Joseph Franklin Kinkid. That's it. The third. The third. Yeah. Can't forget that. Uh, but Cisco, did you? I think Trunks, I'm going to answer for you. I think you gave it like three and a half. I think you're insane. But I know this movie, I know this movie could play better for others than it did for me. As far as like romantic comedies go, even though it wasn't like too much comedy, it was like definitely more romance. This was a, it's like 50% for me for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I gave it three and a half. I, because for me, there was, it was just better than okay. (laughs) Is the, the only way I can describe it. Mm-hmm. like it's one where if like five years from now somebody was just randomly like oh have you ever seen this do you want to watch that with me i'd probably say yes <laughs> yeah if someone it's else wanted one to watch I'd, it. I'd go yeah it's not one i'd go out of my way to watch but no. it, it's um it's on yeah it's it's cute enough yeah I'm i, I feel like for a 90s romantic comedy this this was kind of right in my wheelhouse which is actually that uh, well i'll yeah, no, it's actually a lot of how I feel about the second movie we're going to talk about, too. Like, both <laughs> mm-hmm. of them, for what genre and time era they were, perfectly hit what I was hoping for. Yeah. Well, okay, then. Do you have any other thoughts on this movie? I feel like it's... No, I mean, I agree with Trunks' point. I mean, honestly, that was the part that threw me off for, like, the visions. Like, in the beginning, when he had the vision of her being shot by someone, 
I honestly, I honestly thought that that was like maybe he was having flashbacks to like maybe he, he could have saved her. So I was honestly like so confused up until I was like, wait, this has all been some long-haired man's favorite dream while she's out here hustling. Yeah, but, I. And I would have loved it if if they had been in you know New Orleans over Texas. I think that maybe would have played better too as the whole street performer because I think that's more mm-hmm. of a big thing in New Orleans. Yeah. Or the Big Easy, as they call it, Joe, is having street performers. They do call it the Big Easy. <laughs> but I have a note that I wrote, like when I was watching the movie, up it, up uh, when they had the the party, uh-huh. and Brendan Fraser brings out the puppets. I'm like, when the fuck did Brendan Fraser's character start being a puppet master? <laughs> I was like, I did not notice it throughout the whole movie that this man is a puppeteer. Did you miss it? It was like in the first like five minutes. I was too I busy was... watching them stack rocks. Yeah, they. Oh, yeah, that's true. They kind of loosely define what his art is, because like he's the like, first time you see him, he's doing lots of collage and like full wall. Oh art yeah, speaking stuff. speaking of which, my girl just walks into that that apart that house and just sees a wall full of wh- pictures of women. I would have walked the fuck out. One hundred percent. It's like she even 100%. said something about it, and his response yeah. is just, "I like women," which <laughs> there's no reason she, like, you just flew four hours to come to this man's house and this is the first thing you see leave just just walk out say say what you will about eve and blast in the past she at least did the right thing and called child protective services and like get this lunatic out of my face oh yeah 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 100 roz should have been like yo this guy's gonna skin me alive i need to get the fuck out of here no she was just trying to get paid um overall i love brendan's performance Mm -hmm. uh this is exactly you know the roles i like him in where he's like kind of the night like i don't want to say nice guy but he's like a sweet guy he's got a little bit nativity nativity no that's the that's the baby jesus thing yeah there was a couple of nativity scenes in here (laughs) you're talking about the the girl dying of an illness (laughs) yeah (laughs) and they added that whole like plot line too which i was like yeah Again, like I've said so many times, the 90s were just fucking wild. I think, yeah, I think if they had just cut out certain bits and pieces and just maybe changed it up a little bit, this this is definitely like could have been a three, three and a half. Yeah, because I feel like they both give pretty great performances in this. I think their chemistry is pretty good. Like I like them, yeah. I was I was excited to watch this relationship develop. I was excited to kind of watch her because he comes into this hundred percent being like I before I met you, knew you were the person I was going to spend the rest of my yeah. life with. Yeah. And she comes into it being like, I don't know if I even believe in love. Yeah. Right. Uh, they hinted at it too because they had that weird, like, did they share a dream or was that like something that actually happened where she like scuffed up her knee and Brendan did the weird knee thing? Was that, I think you know, that like, like, was the, like them going back as kids maybe? Was like, it, I, know, was it a I feel like dream? that is almost her having a, a similar vision yeah where like because remember she's saying uh, she has dreams about lying in the the ivy the ivory as yeah, that ivory, dream yeah. and all of her dreams also come true hers are just a little less dedicated to like visually yeah. seeing what he looks like hers are more oh. telling you this is how you are gonna feel when you find the person you love and his were telling you this is the person you are gonna love so it's he was laying in ivory at the end huh at the very yeah, end she, yeah. yeah she was wow. After wow. she did, she pulled the Titanic yeah. and drew a picture of him. I like. I think there were some solid concepts. There, there were pieces there, yeah. When, when it wasn't any fever dream aspects, I was totally into it. Like, yeah. Um, 
I have a favorite line I wrote down, and it's when they were getting hot and steamy. And then Brendan uh, Fraser's like, are you going to make me stand against the wall uh, with a blindfold and a cigarette in my mouth? And she's like, only if you beg. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm in. Are you going to make me stand with my back against the wall, blindfolded with a cigarette in my mouth? Only if you beg. Will you please make me stand against the wall with my back to the wall with the blindfold on and cigarette around? <laughs> you want a drink? Yeah, and then he was, was like, <laughs> can you please put me against yeah, the wall? Yeah, I, I was already taking my clothes <laughs> off. I was like, yeah, let me get in there. I Yeah, that, that scene where they first go back to her apartment, it's like feels like it didn't quite fit in this movie because it was kind of very out of nowhere, very directly like sexual yeah. between them. Uh, oh, that was the best part of the movie. Yeah, it's a great scene, but it, I don't know. I feel like the, the sexual chemistry in that scene doesn't transfer to a lot of the other scenes we see with yeah. him. Yeah, that was a little more intense. Yeah. One last note. I like his his friends. They were very supportive when he just straight up comes up and like shows him a picture of like the mess, like the collage. <laughs> the lun- First of all, a lunatic cut out picture of like different parts of women he's like i'm gonna go to china and find this girl and they were all like yeah go bro go do it we support you he's like i won't be i won't be in town for a while i was like these are some good friends and bad friends to support you and not report you to authorities as well good old toby hughes you know hey i was so happy to see him again i I think this is our tree man he's probably the actor we've heard i think it's the fourth movie where they've been in together because they were, uh, let's see if we can name them. Um, hairbrained. This one, hairbrained, uh, bedazzled. Bedazzled. I, I think that might be the three, but I think we actually saw him in a non, um, Brandon? non-Brandon movie. We have also touched on. Isn't Toby in um? That's... I feel like he could have he could have popped up in one of the. You know, I can't think of the name of the types of movies right now. Of course. The anthology films like uh, Pawn Shop Chronicles or something, you know. Um, yeah, like I'll, a... let me do a quick. I'm checking right now. Anyways, Jerry Maguire. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. We haven't done that at all. The Country Bears. Furry Vengeance. There we go. Seeing Furry Vengeance yeah, 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 yeah. as well. Furry... Yeah, 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 he was. Yeah. He's, he's the best part of Furry Vengeance. He's, uh, he's right. the lunatic. The insane, like, crowd marshal. Not crowd marshal, but like wildlife marshal. Yeah, for the time, this could have been really good, but yeah, solid little cute little movie. And what I've also gained from this podcast doing this for the past, because we're coming up on a year, boys, is like I've learned a lot about myself watching these movies and talking with y'all. And what I've learned about myself is apparently I'm like really into brunettes with short hair Mm. or like shoulder length. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Because between between Roz and Z and Barbara. Barbara has short brunette hair. I think hers was just in a bun most of the time. It doesn't matter. It still looks short to me. Goes in a bun. Trunks, call the cops on him, please. Send the cops. I have several times. They're going to come do a wellness check soon. Yeah, just so you know. Yeah, your new apartment's going to just be filled with cut-out pictures of all these actresses on your wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I saw that shot, I was like, this is pretty good interior design. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> It'll save me money from buying frames at Michael's. You know? <laughs> Go to Ikea. Get that shit at Ikea, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I might go to Ikea. But anyways. All right, are we wrapped up? Still breathing? I think I, stats-wise. Well, uh, stats. Yeah, stats. 
and he, I, I mean, he's, he's George physique. I mean, yeah, he, he's he's good looking. I don't know how well the visions play an ability. I I don't think they would, unless he is in love with the the killer. Yeah, I don't think him. the visions would show him anything of use. Um, yeah, I mean, he can he can use strings. He can sleep on a table. He, he does. I forgot. Off. He That's like true. sleeps, he sleeps in weird places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like he's like sometimes I just get the urge to sleep somewhere. I, he's strong. He can lift big rocks and stack them pretty well. I but he's not like superhuman strong. He you know yeah, he's yeah. he's Just a little bit above average. Mm-hmm. He's like a a well toned man. I don't know. <laughs> he's he's strong, but he's not like you know. We don't see him do anything in this that would imply more than your average person yeah he's just a basic guy in a basic world yeah i'd say he's like mentally strong too yeah because he was like very determined to like be with her yeah Yeah. he's Mm -hmm. like come back to me which again an insane man and she did okay here's here's something so all this movie taught me was like be insane I think uh, one thing he has going for him is he clearly has the ability to convince others of a preposterous possibility. Oh, yeah. Like, all of his friends just completely accept the fact that, like, oh, yeah, you're going to have a vision and you're going to know exactly who the woman you're going to marry is. Like, mm-hmm. everyone bought into that 100%. Yeah. Which, in, in urban legend, that's a big part of, like, the first half is nobody believes her when she talks about the the killer. Yeah. Speaking of urban legend, Cisco, you got an intro? <laughs> okay. And we can go with that too. Urban Legends, 1998 slasher film directed by Jamie Blanks, who uh, didn't really do anything too notable after that. Did 2001's Valentine's, which is another slasher. Hey, Valentine's fucked. I just watched that a couple weeks ago. It? Yeah, it was great. All right. Uh, stars Jared Leto, uh, Alicia Witt, Ooh. Rebecca Gayhart, Joshua Jackson, <laughs> my girl Tara Reed spawned two sequels, Urban Legends, The Final Cut, which was released theatrically, and the third one, uh, Urban Legends, Bloody Mary, which was direct to video. Uh, release date September 25th, 1998. So, you know, a September movie, a little, little fall. Is that? Yeah, fall release. Small. Runtime 100 minutes, so you know, 10 minutes over the 90 minute limit. 10 minutes could have been cut from this movie. Yeah, you could easily cut 10 minutes. Easily. Budget 14 mil, uh, making money, so 72.5 million. So still, still making money, baby. But Urban Legends is about loss of innocence when everything is taken away from you. When you don't know where to go, you have no love, you're just trying to survive, and the girl who killed your husband is still flaunting it in front of your face. Yes, that's right. Brenda, Brenda is a hero. Last week, we discussed folklore. Today, we get more specific. This is what we call an urban legend. Contemporary folklore passed on as a true story. Something you might have heard about mixing pop rocks and soda. Supposedly, your stomach and your intestines burst. Voila, still alive. Mr. Frost, please. He's gonna explode! 
Somebody call 911! <laughs> they are the legends we've all heard. Gang members drive around at night with their headlights off. And when someone goes to flash from their high beams to warn them, they kill them. The stories we've all told. Guy and a girl, and they're parked out in the woods. The guy steps out, and the girl starts to hear these scratching noises. It's her dead boyfriend hung from a tree. The tales we've all listened to. Isn't there another story about a guy with an axe hiding in a woman's back seat? My mom still checks the back seat before getting into a car. But just because it never happened doesn't mean it never will. Decapitated body was found in her car. I knew I should have gone to NYU. This girl, she could have been any one of us. What if there is a lunatic on campus? What is he gonna do next, huh? Maybe put spider eggs in Bubblicious? <laughs> the idea of an urban legend serial killer. It's a stretch. The call's coming from inside the house. Could it be an urban legend? <laughs> I can help you with. I would that say Brenda is the hero just, too. Yeah, Brenda, aka Rebecca Gayhart from <laughs> what's uh, her name? Rebecca Gayhart, <laughs> famously from Jawbreakers uh, and the critically, uh, what's the opposite of acclaimed? Uh, from Dust Till Dawn Three, The Hangman's Daughter. <laughs> she was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood too. So you know, another we're talking Rebecca Gayhart was. Yeah, she was Billy Booth. I don't know who that was. Her? Must have been like a... I don't maybe, know. One of the, maybe one of the ranch people. Oh, that's true. Uh, Interesting. Man, um, uh, she's, man, also oh, in, she's also in Scream 2. There's a lot of Scream 2 people in this movie. I mean, it, has this movie credited? really having off? any like direct Scream connection. It yeah. feels like there is. Um, that was the yeah. biggest, biggest criticism of it is people were saying it's kind of rip-off. And you kinda, I, I kind of got some hints of like the whole meta it, it's especially doing, some of the, like yeah go on it's it's doing meta the way scream did but with tr- like classic horror stories not um not movies yeah yeah so it it's kind of interesting because it's very much trying to do a similar thing to scream yeah but um uh one thing i actually kind of noticed is this movie was you know, this movie was made after Scream, but mm-hmm. there's a movie that came out before Scream that touches on like 90% of the same kind of concepts and is 90% better. What movie is it? <laughs> yeah, what movie? Candyman. Oh. oh so yeah, much of yeah, what yeah, is yeah, happening yeah, in yeah. this movie That's is true. the yeah, plot line of Candyman, but because they're trying to be post-Scream, do what Scream did. Yeah. That's true, it, but... This is Candyman for white people. Yeah, this is Candyman for. I mean, this is Candyman for teens. This is I, Candyman. I, for I think Candyman skew is older. Yeah. yeah, 
uh we're a little more dignified that we like Candyman on this podcast <laughs> i'm getting I, us all engraved pipes for our one year anniversary i want y'all to know that Ooh, pipes are they yeah. gonna have little bees Look like they're gonna have a little bees. It's gonna have a. They're they're gonna. It's gonna be a little heart with BF inside of it. You, Joe, you're gonna you be know. Tony Todd's face and like the <laughs> the part he fills yeah. like his open screaming mouth. Yeah, Joe, like the like the know, heart on the wall. You know, yeah. I like my cracking a spoon. That's true. You're an old fashioned crackhead. Um. Okay. So as far as like '90s slashers go, we've seen the big three. For this show so scream i know what you did last summer and urban legend i think i would rank them in that order i said it because obviously we know my feelings on screen i know what you did last summer took me by surprise when we watched it liked it a lot more than i thought i would this movie is not great it's a little bit too long shockingly like like yeah, it's violent, but you don't see a lot of the kills on screen. They happen off. I, there's a weird kind of like some of the kills, they're a little gory with it. They show you a lot of it, but then yeah. there's other kills where it's completely like bare. Like the there's the kill in the radio station where you can oh, tell it's happening, sequence, but it's yeah. like you don't see anything. Mm-hmm. But suddenly, for the first time, there's also no blood. Yeah, yeah. This is where you two get your spanking. Why? None of you gave me a warning that my oh, boy dog is microwaved. To. Oh, yeah. I I, when I watched it, I meant to tell you that. Um, because I keep forgetting that they show it. I always thought yeah, it was um, like a seven thing, you know, where it's just like you think you see a dog, but like, no, there is like you do yeah. see like a little bit of an outline. And yeah, you, my see, you, see, you, see the whole, you see the whole body in there. I, but by the time you see, like, he opens the microwave. What you see is unrecognizable as I reckon, any. I rec- how dare you? I recognized Hootie. And how? How dare? What, what's this redhead bitch's name? Natalie? How dare she insult my boy Hootie and say he can't get a fucking nose piercing? That's true. I really like that line. But my boy Damon's like, we're going to give Hootie a nose piercing. She's like, Hootie's an animal. And he's like, doesn't mean he can't be hip. I was like, yeah, he can't be hip. <laughs> and color me shocked when I found out Hootie was an actual animal, not a yeah. human. <laughs> I uh, how, how do you feel about them him? giving the dog alcohol? That's fine. That's right. <laughs> He's in college. That's true. That's this is yours to experiment. So you can abuse an animal on screen. You just can't kill it. Well, I mean, yeah, one hundred percent. Well, I mean, it's college. Is it really abuse? It's just you know, it's just uh. I'd say college is abuse. I mean, I when you're in the Greek system, yes. Yeah, that's true. And they were. They were. I love this movie though. Is it this bad? movie is insanely yes. rewatchable. Yeah, but I liked it. It's so much fun to just have on in the background and be like, "Oh, this is the terror rechase." Okay, I'll yeah. like let me like focus here. Or like, "Oh, this is the big like Rebecca Gayhart reveal at the end," which her performance at the end is like fantastic. I was like, yeah. she does like the total crazy like sorry quote unquote bitch like just so well. You won't get away with this, Natalie. Of course I will. I've got the perfect murder in the trunk of Paul's car. Wexler! Professor, does away with his students, then kills himself in the same manner as the course he teaches. It's beautiful. It's so fucking clean, isn't it? Well, enough chat with Nat. 
Now, I'm sorry, but I don't have any anesthesia. I guess you'll just have to bite down real hard on that gag and hope that you go into shock soon enough. <laughs> Please don't do this. Don't you want to be an urban legend? I thought that was I so much fun. I thought it was so much fun. She like suddenly has a southern accent at the yeah. end too, yeah, yeah. which is just yeah. so out of nowhere. But she goes from like playing like like she doesn't have that bubbly voice anymore. Like she yeah, she just goes straight into a dark mm-hmm. persona. And speaking of dark, my girl Dosh. Oh, oh my man. god, that death off. is so fucked up. Danielle Harris, R.I.P. <laughs> One of my favorite reviews of this movie was like, it said like R.I.P horny daniel harris you and ethan supley from the butterfly effect would have been a great pair that's all i want to yeah <laughs> <laughs> shout out to brett arnold if you listen probably not but hey still, um, trying, to get, still trying to get him on the show i also really appreciate some icons yeah i will robert england as the the professor i think uh-huh. every now like half of the time you see robert england not as freddie uh his performance is he showed up for a paycheck. I feel like yeah. this might be one of the ones where it's kind of post Freddie and he was like, I'm committed. Like I am here for a reason. I am playing a role that is not the schlocky like reference character. I'm not the like horror icon. I'm I am here as an actor, not as a cameo. What class was he teaching in? Like American folklore or something? Yeah. Yeah, literally just a class on urban legends. And I was like, yeah, that well, sounds so fucking sick. I, I, like, I take it, but I was like, what, what, what school is having? What, yeah. what, what degree do you have? Yeah, yeah. it's got to be in English. Like that's an is English. It, is it archaeology? It's a, yeah. It, I think it is a. Is it like? It's either in English, uh, archaeology. I can see that, but maybe more of like a, a sociology. Sociology or um, of a, just tell us, college boy. I mean, that's not Native American. There's no reason really no Native American no. legends. But uh, I don't know this. This movie does do the the one thing I always find hilarious is any pretty much every movie set in college, they show like a classroom where somebody's giving a class, and like we I think we can all agree this class was not a huge like everyone has to take it like yeah. general ed class, but it had a massive like theater style yeah like, I, I wrote i was like is yeah. this class in a church or something because it was like, so it weirdly had, set up they had seats on the floor they had seats in the arena they had, like, like it was a lot it looked like a like a 1800s like medical like you know auditorium surgery room almost where it's like okay you guys all sit up there and watch me cut into this guy and learn how to do surgery like oh shit i it, it's like i love that and hate that because i love that version of academia like i love that kind of dark academia where it's just like you know the the school is is just an ancient institute of knowledge yeah. and everything resonates that but in reality it's like you go to school it's like okay this is a shitty room with bad chairs that they can't afford to replace right. how do y'all feel about my boy uh gas gas station attendant Oh, I fucking love that actor. Probably Shout the out. worst. Shout out Brad Dorf, baby. We're Brad yeah. Dorf cast here. Probably the forever. <laughs> Probably the worst hero, my boy Gascoon. I felt yeah, so bad for him. You. He was just trying to, and he was probably like socially inept. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, like he like got her out. I was like, I was like, wow, he might actually save her or something. And he was trying. He was so trying, hard. but 
but he like first like he pulls her like yeah he takes her all the way there locks the door and i was like you could have easily been like hey there's someone back there let's go to my thing i yeah he <laughs> let's be honest his actions were a little like scary the, the like happened? he, he <laughs> does kind of lunge at her trying to tell her but like uh it, it's so sad because i i feel like i hadn't seen this before so i didn't know exactly what was going to happen but watching that you can kind of feel like he doesn't feel threatening you can see why she yeah. feels threatened but yeah. he doesn't seem like he's being threatening right and how like they he, were kind of like making it seem like oh it could be him like could be a creepy character but still like yeah. if you're like yeah they kind of get away because you look looked in the car and that's when like he went and did the whole thing I was yeah like, but obviously it's the name of a legend um what was he gonna say yeah my boy we never find out his fate after he gets arrested because they mentioned like they arrested him. I was like, uh, I was like, is no, they couldn't. Free? They couldn't find him. No, no, they mentioned that they find him. Oh, they did. I yeah, there. They, I think there is a news report where they say they found him and arrested. Uh, I think uh, uh, Jared Leto's character says when when Natalie and him like are in the the room and she starts telling him they start talking about all the urban legend killers or something like that. They mentioned that he was caught because hmm. because there's like, definitely several times where they try to talk natalie out of like she says there's the killer who's killing based off her urban legends yeah, and right. um people keep trying to tell her she's wrong like they tell her uh that guy did that one they tell her joshua jackson's on a trip in vegas or some shit they tell her her roommate committed suicide which like is fucking insane like everything like by the time it got to the roommate's death i was like how is nobody like they were just like we're gonna write this one off as a suicide we're just like how right. how yeah. well that kind of ellie calls it out too she's like uh, i was like when the, and the note she left and the dean's like um utterly macabre you know suicide note in her like, own blood too yeah. Yeah. like <laughs> so fucked up but like in this movie, like my boy Dean and the worst fucking security guard are like, nah, we're keeping this on the wraps. Hey, Reese was like, a great character. Uh, I mean, she was great, but she was a it's terrible because she was like, she's like Pendleton was voted the number one net, the number one safe campus on the in the country. I'm gonna keep it that way. I was like, by hiding it. Yeah, I love. There's the scene where she calls the the police, <laughs> and they're like, what do they say? They say like they're busy because of like other dispatches and that they'll be there and then she's like what about but, the oath you took <laughs> it's well it's so funny because like the reason they give for why they're busy it's like because of the storm or something yeah yeah and they're like okay but like like i'm telling you there is an active killer on campus yeah. and you're telling me it's more important that they're like oh we got a we got a down power line over here we got a flooded like, road i was not expecting much from this uh, and i i feel like this actually kind of really hit the spot for me yeah, you know, I, I feel the same too because I'm a big Urban Legend fan. There's a documentary mm-hmm. that came out in 2014 too that was really good called Killer Legends, and it was kind of like this too that just they would do like different parts and like talk about different legends. And I like that it wasn't just straight up like you know the classic like oh the the lovers in who get killed on you know at the makeout point by the man on the right. hook or they did a reference to uh, well, obviously it's another Urban Legend but Black Christmas with the the killers inside the house. Mm-hmm. But they also did like just regular ones too, like the Pop Rocks one. Joshua Jackson was insufferable. My oh, was God, annoying. Yeah. Was he For how the, highly uh, credited he is in this, which must have been yeah. right after 
Like this had to be right after Dawson's, right? Oh, peak Dawson's. Yeah, they even make the Dawson's reference when I his car turns on in that song. Loved that. That made me laugh so hard. But uh, like they almost give him the the Halle Berry treatment in this. I feel like they push him as like mm-hmm. he's gonna be a lead, and then he is gone so quick. Yeah. He makes it longer than I thought. I will say that. I mean, he's the second kill. Yeah. But still, they kind of take a while to get there. Yeah. Um, but my favorite line is when Reese runs into the janitor. And she's like, what, are you trying to scare me? He just walks away and goes, boo. <laughs> <laughs> Iconic. Iconic moment. I like her line when she's like, she's like, I thought I'd be a cop before I get shot. <laughs> and then they fucking leave her in the abandoned house. Yeah, that's true. They're like, they're like, is Reese going to be okay? They're like, yeah, the paramedics on the way. I was like, you, you didn't even stay with her? They didn't stay with her. At Y'all all. left her in that nasty ass building to get tetanitis. Mm-hmm. She so was the only one to come back for the sequel. I know that. I will. Well, I don't want to give anything away. And I'm glad you brought that up because I had never seen the sequel. And never was. it was like last year or the year before when I was doing like my big like Halloween movie marathon or like trying to watch like as many stuff as possible. Um, Shutter had Urban Legends Final Cut. And that's one of the rare times where I feel the sequel is better than the first one. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That excites me. I'll have to check the second one out then. It's really cool. And it takes I, place in like a film school and stuff. Like there's a lot of really cool shit. I that sounds like they were like, oh, how do we make this hit closer to what Scream had? <laughs> we'll make it kind more of, filmy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so I for me. I think my first reactions coming out of this is I was very much on that mindset of like, this is touching too close to the same data points as, uh, as Candyman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So at, at, right after I finished it, I was kind of like, this was, wasn't great. Like Candyman does everything they're trying to do so much better. Yeah. But then like sitting with this one and just kind of thinking back over it for the rest of the week, like the fun, just like nineties, slasher vibes in this like i just this has i think a few more of the kind of like scenes that i wanted Mm -hmm. like even uh, i think scream kind of looking back the the kills and scream feel a little too brightly lit feel feel a little too like during the days i'm not talking shit on scream scream's a far better movie i see that face calm down joe (laughs) but i feel like uh, just kind of visually in my mind a lot of the kill scenes in this are really gonna like stick with me they just had a very nice style yeah to them yeah like i think i ultimately when i rewatched this couple years ago i gave it a three realistically i dropped it to a two five i probably like it too to me but i love but it, like so. i do really enjoy it like i yeah. like this is one where i know it's not perfect i know it has flaws but like every halloween if i'm just like doing something and then this is on the streamer like i'll put it on just have it on in the background you know I'd probably, um, I'd probably watch this over i put this over i know what you did last summer just because i hated every really? character i will I know, yeah i would I, I, I didn't like majority of the characters from i know what you I did last summer just because they were all terrible people I, the only for no reason of, like this i feel like kind of falls into the category of like ghost ship with me now uh, if if this came on at any point in the movie on like TV, I'd probably sit and watch the rest of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but like with I know what you did last summer. If that came on, the 
if it was in the the scene at the end where they're on the boat with all the ice or salt or whatever it was, I'd watch that scene. Or if they're in the like long Sarah, Miguel, Sarah Michelle Gellar chase scene, I'd watch that scene. But the rest yeah. of that movie, I probably wouldn't Sounds stick good. around check out. So which I, I kind of had a feeling this movie would have an I know what you did last summer kind of twist where it turns out the killer was related to or somehow connected to the person mm-hmm. they killed. And sure enough, I wasn't expecting to be to be a spoiler Brenda, but I thought it would be like maybe like Paul. But I was like, I was like, that might be too obvious. It's too obvious it's Robert England. I was like, maybe it's one of the other goons. So when people started dying off, I was like, who could it be? I was like, don't tell me. They just went with the obvious Paul. And then I they really choreograph it being Paul. So yeah. like when it they start really leaning into like, oh, they, that's who you think it is. I, I I like occasionally I get that disappointed feeling with slashers where it's just like you're doing the clear, like this is what everyone was expecting. Right. Yeah. I thought it was gonna uh, turn out that yeah, I think it was his brother or something. I was like, wow, he's playing from yeah, I, brother. I was hoping for the majority of it, it would be a lot like the killer in uh I know what you did last summer, where it's just like somebody we hadn't seen. Yeah, like, I like when the whodunit's just like, oh, somebody you weren't even expecting. Yeah. Just faceless killer is faceless killer. That's all you need. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what Brenda was doing, just fucking racking up bodies when she just kept, she could have just easily finished off Natalie multiple times. They well, don't really have ex- been a good movie, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah obviously it's that a would have been a short like, film. For, for, from a revenge standpoint, like, you only want one, you, you, already, you already got Michelle Mancini, my girl Bob. Bobby haircut. That's it's but really why, crazy that. Why wouldn't you make both? If you're making one suffer, why wouldn't you make both of them suffer? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you you made the one that actually was driving that killed your brother die. Yeah. You, yeah really quick, quickly. but then you really tortured the other one. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, still a very visceral scene, which I like. Yeah. What but were you going to say, Chunk? Sorry. I just like it. It just seems so backwards to me that if there's two people in the car and you want them both to suffer, like, I feel like the reveal should have been that uh, Natalie was driving or something. Natalie was driving. Yeah. Or Natalie was, like, more responsible for it. Like, yeah, her her whole, like, I was in the car and I didn't tell her to stop. Like, that's bad. But, like, I feel like that earns you the first death. Yeah. Like, the quick, I got rid of one of the problems, not the, like, long drawn out like not only am i gonna kill you in a bad way i'm gonna make you watch as i kill everybody around you yeah right and especially when brenda says it at the end she's like it was still your car (laughs) i was like oh man i was like why i was like well yeah why don't you go for the other girl and speaking of which she mentioned too she's like me and whatever his fucking putz face was he's like we were gonna get married after high school we had a life plans i was like first of all getting married after high school in the 90s uh, have fun with that divorce yeah yeah have fun with that a, you know the, the the trauma you instill on your children yeah you know yeah, she I mean? she 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 did you a favor so you know i like that scene where natalie's like, just go to therapy she's like i did it didn't work yeah yeah because <laughs> that's always my first thought in these movies yeah too. she's like get fucking help she's like i did go to therapy and look where Doesn't i'm at she right would now. say like clearly it didn't work yeah yeah <laughs> she's like, i did insane. appreciate that I don't know, and I really like the reveal at the end of her still being alive. Yeah. At the next fun. school. Yeah. I like yeah. they kind of set up for a good system there of like yeah. each school is telling these new rumors that are connected to the old ones. It's like you, you had a bit of a moneymaker there. You could have kept doing these. 
Yeah, I think they really did. Like, they took a risk with the second one, and it didn't really pay off for them. Hmm. Okay. Because, yeah, it's not connected to the first one. And, like, I, I think they maybe mention it, like, in passing. Like, maybe they're, like, something like this happened in another school, like, similar attacks, whatever, but... I think it's a tough one, because, I mean, where do you go from there? Like, unless you're still hunting Natalie. Yeah. Yeah. I can't really, like, go off and be like, oh, wait, now the... The dude's brother is actually after someone else that made yeah. him go out drive or something. Can't really yeah. build off too much about it without it it's being weird that like or the janitor's yeah or the janitor's lover, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that uh, if you kind of look at the the trends of of the horror industry, like throughout the eighties, the big thing was like we are going to have never ending like sequel franchises, like. Yeah. You had uh, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, like all of those just ran forever. But then in the 90s, they were trying to like, they launched a lot of these like franchises that I feel like could have been that. Well, they gave us Leprechaun. True, they gave us Leprechaun. Like Green, I think, is the only one that has racked up a ton of sequels. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I, they've been I, yeah. spread out over years. The rest of them got like maybe one or two, and like just really quickly fell off in in quality. Or I, like, I hate that. The more we watch these movies, and the more sequels we see, the more Joe's freaking opinion on Chucky being the second best franchise. It up is. More more. It's the most consistent franchise. Ah, God, I, I, outside of screen. I, I'm I, telling I, you, I, I'm not saying this for no reason. The more I watch it, the more the yeah, like. Like some of these movies have like really bangers of first movies like Candyman or oh yeah stuff like that. But yeah, just the more when they just spew out. But again, it's why I love Black Christmas because there wasn't no continuation on Billy. There was nothing else like that. You clearly have not seen the 2006 remake. Is it? But that's not that's not the, that's not a sequel, is it? It's just a reboot. It's a reboot, but they try to give like a history to Billy, and it's uh, fucked. Okay. That's what I mean. That's why it, it sucks. But I'm glad there wasn't like a Black Christmas too, like in 1980 or yeah. Like Christmas three, Santa, Santa's back for more or something. Kind of like Silent Night, Deadly Night. There's like yeah. four of those, right? Yep. There's like four of those. I saw someone a while back uh, say that they think it's silly that studios keep trying to do sequels to things that like were kind of like a perfect movie. Yeah. Like, why try to reboot and do a sequel to something that worked so well the first time? Like, with would be a better idea is find the like cult thing that worked great like or has a big following that people love but didn't quite work so you can like redo it and fix the problems instead of redo it and try to fix problems that nobody sees as a problem like there's in a lot of these smaller franchises like i think urban legends could be one that they could bring back now and could be interesting i think like wishmaster is one that could come back and be interesting. <laughs> airtight. I, I airtight agree. I think it's airtight, but I feel like there's more we can see in that universe that would be That's true. Great. I, th- I think that, the I think that made Wishmaster so magical was just like all the horror legends. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. They'd have they'd have I don't they'd have to like really get people who were like like my boy Alex Wolf, to, I think is is a pretty he's like a he's getting up there in horror status. I feel like for that to work, it would have to be like I think Bloomhouse would have to be involved. I think the director would have to be somebody kind of big name in the horror scene. And then they would have to be grabbing 
like modern horror like oh, yeah. people to pop in Which is good. I mean, we have well, there's there's a lot of like horror you know women now like uh what was the one who was in uh you know scream uh olivia hale what was her name mm-hmm. um there's a couple of them yeah no wait, what's, i mean what's her name Joe, what's Joe, who's in Screaming Lu- X? Lu- Lucy Hale. Lucy Hale. I know she's she was a big one too. She was in I think Halloween, in right? Screaming X. Oh, Jenna Ortega. Jenna Ortega, yeah. And then um, Lucy. Wait, Hale, who are you yeah. talking about? He's thinking Wait, Lucy Hale from like Truth or Dale, Fantasy Island. Yeah, those ones. Are oh, hilarious. okay. She, okay. She did a bunch of horror movies. Yeah, Truth or Dare, Scream Four, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, two of the biggest horror movie of all time. See, that's another one where the first one's perfect. They didn't need a sequel. <laughs> was America Ferrer in, in the second one? Yeah, they're in both. But okay. yeah, there is a reboot of Urban Legend happening. Hey. It's been talked about for a while. So I don't know if there's any like new movement on it. It doesn't seem yeah. like... It uh, doesn't seem like anything from the Wikipedia page. Yeah. But I was like, there's good stuff here. Like Urban Legends, yeah, like that's yeah, a but... that's a huge like pool you can pull shit out of yeah. and like have like really fucking cool sequences. Same thing I with feel uh, like... still breathing. There's a good skeleton here. Yeah. I feel like nowadays too, if they wanted to do a new urban legend, the amount of like kind of internet based yeah, oh, yeah. urban legends kind of that have oh, popped yeah. up, like creepy pasta there's and like all that. that yeah, like Slender Man, there's the that weird Momo. Salad fingers. They I could want do a salad thing. Momo. Momo, yeah, Momo. They could do tons of things. Yeah. Like, there's, there's a ton of stuff out there. And, like, I don't know. So, I, I worked at a school yeah. a while back. Uh-huh. And I was kind of shocked to see some of the, like, like, there's things I remember from school, which was a lot of the stuff that they cover in, in Urban Legend, like the, you know, the, the Bloody Mary and the, the person in the back seat, stuff like that. And when I was working at the school, the kids there had like a whole new set of these. It was like same general, like weird concepts, but it's like I feel like if you go look into these now, they're gonna be, you know, on top of the big name ones we could list off. Like there's right. just random little things that are all over the place. Like these little horror stories we tell each other as kids, I think just will yeah. always be I mean, something we can use yeah to the end of time it goes from it went from campfire stories to you know movies and now tiktoks it just keeps keeps going from campfire stories to tiktoks that's our description <laughs> for this week folks i mean which i mean it's just natural the natural progressions you know whenever whenever tiktok dies tiktok dies it whatever takes over yeah yeah i will say to, uh, <laughs> we, should, we should come up with an app that's called campfire or something there's all those um Midnight that society. could be kind of cool like yeah. tiktok for horror because there's yeah. all those ones you send me all the time where it's just like just kind of little atmospheric videos where yeah. eventually it points at something real creepy looking who sends you those uh, cody sends them, cody, sends I, them. them. I send them to the group chats you see them or you should yeah. oh yeah on, on instagram the, yeah, the weird yeah. animated ones yeah all those ones, like those like 10 second blockbuster kind of thing yeah, yeah those are cool now, hear me out. All right. I know she killed a lot of people. And I know, you know, that she's crazy. And that she can, you know, turn the gun on you or sell your kidney on a whim. But if I got the proposition that Paul got when she had the gun pointed at Natalie, it was like, or, what, or like, to like, hey, come join my side. <laughs> 
I would have fucking done it in a heartbeat. I'd be like, nah, fuck you. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. And I'd be like, Natalie, you're dead. Shit. Bullet through the head. Not exactly an urban legend, but in the essence of time. It's not going to bring him back, Brenda. None I of know that, Natalie. But it will bring a devastated little ball right into my arms. I'll have him, and he'll have his bullets. What did you think, Natalie? I was going to let you take two men out of my life? Very well done. I couldn't have planned it better myself. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, I thought I was screwed after Natalie here fucked it up for me with the dean. But this, this is just what I need. A few things, though, okay? I'm listening. Yeah. Okay, Brenda, pour some hot wax in you. Oh, right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, you'll probably kill me later, but man. Like when when she said like me and Paul could be he's like we're so fucking hot together I was like oh damn I was like right, oh right. fuck Paul put me in call, look, put me in coach look yeah uh, oh, it's this is just coach like is when we time. watched fucking your next your next and you guys for like Z's like you know do me on your mom's dead body and you guys were both like yep oh doing yeah one hundred percent yeah yeah we're when both she... just terrible disgusting men and I can't yeah, can't deal yeah. with you anymore why are we disgusting if she's the one who propositioned it and we were in that position we would say yes that's all we're saying yeah. I wouldn't yeah. say we're disgusting like that's just we we wouldn't say no but you should. You really should. You should I, take you should. a moment to look inside yourself and be like, why am I in oh, yeah, this situation? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, you'll, no, all, no. you'll obviously listen, do that self-reflection. Listen, but, um, listen, yeah. Like when uh, two years later when she decides to, you know, scout me, I'll be like, I knew this was going to happen. But it was a fun two it years. Was, it, was it was always was coming to hear. But you I, know I, what? Like, it's like an hourglass. Ashley Scalpin was like, hey, remember when we did it next to my mom? Yeah. It's like an hourglass. Like I know time's ticking and it'll eventually happen, but you know, it would be fun yeah. looking at that hourglass. Oh god, yeah. you guys are I quit. Oh man, that's fine. Hey, okay, let's the don't, let's get to the meat of the matter. No, we don't quit. No one quits here. And also, yeah, meat, don't don't yeah. don't yeah, don't yuck our yum. The meat of the matter, this movie got a 23 by the uh, uh, critics and 37 by the audience. Oof. That feels perfectly fair. Yeah. Um let's talk some survivability. What are you, what are you guys thinking? I don't think it survives. No? I mean, I, my, girl, my girl was in, like inhuman in this movie. Oh, she did take out a bunch of bodies. She, she went through windows. She fell off like a two-story building. She got shot. She, she manhandled every guy in that movie. I, and she just was in the right place. I, I think something we really don't give enough credit to is strength in women. Well, I physical strength that she has in this, because yeah, for she, the the Joshua Jackson kill, she manages while he's still alive to get him up into a tree yeah. and hanging perfectly, like right above the car. Oh yeah, you need core strength for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then whatever his name is, the other guy at the party, like she literally like just held him down by his throat and then struck. Ah, uh, great. Sacrificially, yeah. Like, you can find the roommate that's... too. She like, oh, yeah, she held the roommate down. Completely dominates. Like, is I don't, I don't want to describe that scene because it's it's a little much. <laughs> I, I, I love the setup too. It was like the dangers of obviously the dangers of the internet. She's like, any cute golf guys want to hook up? 
<laughs> yeah. I was like, you dumb, she like I have you I have dumb bitch. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what are you into? I lithium? love that's the one thing I do love seeing pop up randomly in nineties movies where it's like just the the very early iterations of the internet were like this and then in um in fucking uh you've got mail everyone except for the main two are just like i don't trust anybody on the internet don't go on the internet you don't know who you're talking to yeah i mean well you got mail they're all horny for each other all for they fucking oh, i mean yeah. this this girlfriend was horny as fuck too she was and it was it's much we said death was a little sad there's no more two people i was rooting to die quicker in this movie than her and the dean yeah, the dean, the dean's death, I still can't watch because that's the Achilles slice, and I'm like, nah. Yeah. But the actual death itself of like the car spikes, that's a very clever death. What, what, I wonder what urban what urban legend is that? I don't know, but I know that's always a thing of just like I, check under your car for people to. Oh like, yeah, so you. the it's the ankle slash under the car legend. Yeah. Okay, I they that's don't it. point a lot a lot of them out, which to me it's like. I don't them know like all subtle. of them. Yeah. So, like they were t- they were talking about like the spider and the bubble gum, which I've never heard of. I don't think I heard that one either. I've heard of like uh, you know stuff and food. Yeah. You know, another movie kind of touches on some of these. Which was Urban Legend Two. Uh, trick or treat. Yeah. Oh, trick or treat box. Race blades in the candy, baby. Oh, you're even wearing the shirt. Look at you. I am. Ready for your day. So we're learning. saying he dies? Yeah, fuck it. He dies. I, I I mean... She was strong, and she lived in this movie. So, I mean... If, if, he's, if he's Paul, maybe he survives. I think if he is, is she... Paul, and if he has visions of her, but doesn't in a way where he doesn't know it's her until after she's revealed she's the killer. Right. Because as soon as like, in that, because like that scene where Paul comes in, he's instantly like, oh shit, I've had all these memories and you're the one I'm supposed to be with. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's right or die. And he's he going to give a like, shit. He's full force. Like, fuck yeah, let's kill yeah, her. Roz was like, he's back like, to San Antonio. Yeah, Roz was like, you don't know anything about me. This night, he's like, I don't care. He's like, I like who you are. Yeah. Like, I don't care who you pretend to be. I was like, I, I like you. I was like, bro, he, she's a fucking con artist. Maybe you should find out a little bit more before your social security gets robbed. That's true. But if, like, yeah, if he somehow, you know, puppeted her husband or boyfriend to death and she's out to get revenge, I don't think he survives because we've already seen what she can do to a frat house. Yeah. <laughs> he would she's, be the, the guy who died in the frat house. And then in yeah. the the microwave would have been one of his puppets. I was gonna say his grandma. <laughs> Fucking Christ! <laughs> Toby it just Hughes opens and it's like a melted yeah, puppet. Yeah. No. <laughs> Toby, Toby Hughes gets a quick slash of the ankles. Oh, Toby Hughes is the Joshua it. Jackson. He's going out bad. Oh yeah. Yeah. But is there a third okay. guy? Oh yeah. And it's there's, a, there's Jared Leto. Jared Leto, yeah. Paul, baby. Foreman, the professor. Killed off screen, you just see his body. Yeah, that's right. Apparently, just stinking up that car. I think that was uh, Damon's body, wasn't it? Or was it actually his body? That was his body. Was it? Okay. Yeah. I wasn't too sure because I know I know the body body popped. I was like, was that Damon or someone else's? Right. In the house, it was. 
or no in the car it's the professors and the house was damon the dean and the house was everybody else yeah so she chose weird bodies to collect like she like left somebody she kept some bodies like we just need somebody to use you well she fucked up the tara reed body she was hacking away at that that was that one was one of the more you know and I thought she was great in that sad, scene too. Sad deaths, she, yeah, yeah, she's like, I don't want to die. I was like, damn. I was like, why, why do you guys say that? Right. <laughs> I will say, like, Terry put so much effort into getting away from her for so long, jumping off yeah. things, falling, doing all kinds of crazy to stuff. To go to the same fucking And it goes back to the same room and, like, kind of falls down before the person even comes in and doesn't try to get up. Just like, it's like, well, I did everything I could. Like, no, you, <laughs> no, you I feel didn't. like that's my, that's like what I would do too. That's why you should always carry pockets. I, I mean, not to. I mean, yeah, I, I, that would be me too. I would not put up a lot of a fight. I wouldn't even have done the first run around. <laughs> it's just like I see the person be like, I'm like unlock the door and be like, okay, let's get. Yeah, like, this like, is I'd, it. I'd, yeah, I'd be like Steve Nebraska. Be like, fine. Yeah. Steve Nebraska. <laughs> would Steve Nebraska survive this? Oh yeah, my boy's got fucking. Oh, yeah, one baseball. That's all. Tra- tra- trauma, strength. If that's yeah. trauma versus trauma. That's true. But who wins? Family trauma or loss of a spouse trauma? I think definitely family trauma. Yeah, I think he's got the power. If hereditary has taught us anything. If hereditary has taught us anything, it's don't roll down the windows. <laughs> it's don't force your kids to go to parties. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you know there's going to be chopped nuts there. Yeah. Still, oh, favorite horror movie of all time, but it makes some decision. You're fucking 13. You, you're old enough to I ask just, that party where they're like, oh, kids are around drinking and a bunch of people are upstairs smoking weed and there's just one kid in the living room just yeah. chopping the largest pile of nuts possible. I'll see if that was my party, but like, go home. Get this kid out of here. Which, I mean, to be fair. No. There's probably always people at a party who are just like, either like all fucked up and wanting to make food. You know what I mean? I but that's just a lot of fucking nuts. like that to make yeah. brownies like yeah. it's we're fucked up at a party and i want to make food i'm like yeah you're making grabbing nachos, a slice of bread like, and i'm putting maple rolls? syrup yeah. on it and i'm calling that a sandwich like yeah. you're, you're, you're getting chips you're putting oh, nacho cheese on buddy. it yeah but yeah okay so he dies this week yeah i either he dies or he seduces her either way i say he dies since i have a crush on her either way he fucks yeah. He dies and I'm and I marry Brenda and then she kills me three years later. <laughs> but at least you knew it was coming. At least I knew it was coming, yeah. No. Fun, fun, fun times we had at Disneyland. And just imagine <laughs> yeah. the scene in a still breathing where he's like, Are you gonna make me stand with my back against the wall? <laughs> just like that. <laughs> be, that scene me. mixed with the that'll final scene with Brenda, and she's just like shooting him. Oh yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! All right, you got real, real milk oh, real. in there yeah. for a second, show. Do we have a plan for next week? I assume we'll do one more, Brendan, because the week after that is our one-year anniversary, which <laughs> That's right. special episode, people. We won't say. It. And then I think the week after that, we promise to do Wishmaster Two and Gremlins Two for four twenty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that's why we were gonna do it. 
So I assume we'd want to get another Brendan out of the way unless you guys are just like fucking. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm probably going to be pretty slammed with like packing and shit, but I'll, I'll squeeze yeah. it in. We'll find you. Because I'm sure there's a couple episodes that the, 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 the bangers ones we probably want to save for later when Chunks is time. Oh, yeah. No one's going to listen to this week's. Listen to it. No one. Not one. Not one stream. We should you should lie and put uh featuring HJO. Fuck, that'd be funny. How much trouble do you think we'd get? Oh we my god, we'd get in any trouble. Really yeah. Devin would be real pissed off until he like got 20 minutes in and be like, they didn't get him. No way he got him. Although if he te- if he sees it and texts us saying, Did you yeah. really get him? We'll be like, Oh yeah, we're oh, that's him. a great bit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut out this bit, but what if we did no no leave this bit in? I'm leaving that part. I'm leaving I'm leaving this part though. <laughs> What if we like, if we ever do like a yeah a lady in or a woman in black or a signs, and we have Devin, but instead of saying featuring Devin Hyde, we say featuring Haley Joe Osmond. Okay. Uh, or being like featuring number one basketball star Haley Joe Osmond, yeah. you know. Oh, just replace Devin's name with that. Whatever we do, yeah. Episode. Okay, I'm down. Just, we should just have to just put different different people's names in here. Like we should, we should put, put famous feature. people's names instead of our friends' names. Yeah, that can't let's work. Featuring, let's put Toby Toby Huss. We he's technically on this show. He can be on the show. I'll put, I'll put a couple clips of him that way we can say featuring him. Yeah, that's who we should be aiming to try to get on. Like I, I feel like that's right within our gettable range. Oh yeah, easy. Get Robert Especially with how much I like fucking Cop Shop. Toby Huss is a maniac in that movie. Okay, well, for this week's Horror Throwdown podcast, thank you so much for listening. This will be back next week, maybe. It's been Producer Trunks, Joseph Kincaid, Cisco Navarro. Check out us on social media. I'm not going to say them because I forget them. Have a good week. At the Horror Throwdown podcast on Instagram, at Horror Throwdown on Twitter. Sure. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, go see X. Hey, Benny! Looks to me like you're on the wrong side of the river! I'm just some scary...